What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I'm your host, Alex Spinelli, and alongside me, as always, is Ray Volo. Ray, my man, it's finally here. It's draft season, and we got a mock draft coming. Haters will say it's too soon. I tell them to go fuck themselves. It's never too soon for <laughs> mock season. I'm already looking at 24 mocks. Dude, it's kind of bullshit. Like, the Draft Network mock draft like tool isn't available yet. Oh, I didn't, honestly I didn't even try. So I, I was trying to I was trying to get a mock in yesterday, um, and it's not available yet. So I had to pivot to a different site. It was, Dude, a got, unfor- it was unfortunate. Last year, I don't know. I got I bought like a like a one month uh, like premium so I can trade, <laughs> and I bought it with like a uh, like a like a Visa gift card. And then like after one month, it went away for like a day, and then it came back, and I had it like the entire like draft process. It was sick. So I hope that like that shit's still fucked up where I can. Uh, could sling some trades around. Yeah, that was sick because I logged into your account and I had it too. So <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Do you know what one thing is? I and I said I was gonna do it. I never went back to look to see how our hours compared to the actual draft. Because our actual like obviously the Jets murdered it. Uh yeah. I, I gotta do that one day. I wanna go back and see how uh I don't even think we didn't even look back at our our, our like team draft here. Yeah. What how it turned out. Well, I'm I just sure. made, I just remember I made fun of Dean when it, he said that he had Kyrie Elam mock to the Bills since the first mock, and that was just a blatant lie. <laughs> anyway, it, <laughs> I don't think he ever mocked him to the Bills. He had fucking uh, uh, T Rex McCreary. Yeah. That one didn't age so well. Yeah. No, not at all. Tell. Um, I think we'll have yeah. a few of the, I think we, we should have a few of those in this one too. Right. Um, I'm pumped for this. Let's fucking get to it. Um, so we're rotating picks here. The order is Dean, Ray, and then myself. So Dean has the number one pick here. Obviously not here to speak for himself, but don't worry. We got some Dean commentary for you. Uh, the Houston Texans picking at number one right now. Honestly, most likely, I think they're going to end up staying there. And they need a quarterback. So Dean mocked with uh, to Bryce Young, to Houston, he said they obviously need a quarterback. He's splitting hairs here between him and Stroud. Um, but he loves the way that he slides effortlessly in the pocket. And he thinks that's one of his favorite intangibles uh, between the two. Um, obviously, it's been it's been noted that Stroud doesn't uh, move great extending plays. And that's Bryce Young's MO. Um, Ray, what do you think about this pick for Dean at, at number one here? Yeah, I think it's gonna be interesting to see how the uh, quarterback like uh, hierarchy plays out throughout this process because they all like have their flaws. I think it's safe to say Bryce Young flashes probably the most out of all of them. But taking a quarterback sub six feet who weighs like 180 pounds is always going to be a little bit questionable. But he said intangibles really do just like flash all over the place. He's he's always in control of that offense and his touch and just accuracy are insane. So I, I like it. Right. It's kind of weird because for for a quarterback at his stature, you would think maybe he's kind of a boom bust guy, but I feel like he almost has the low um the highest floor of any of these quarterbacks. I know what I know what Bryce Young is. Yeah, no, I mean I, I think that's safe to say. It's just I think the one thing that you really can't take into account with that is injuries just because of his True. size. But um just as a player itself, yes, I think it's safe that we all know what we're getting with him. Right. All right, so picking at two is the Chicago Bears. Ray, you're on the clock. Who do you got them taking here? Uh, I I mean, they obviously don't need a quarterback, so I went best player available. I went Will Anderson. 
Uh, I think that it's seamless for them. They got rid of uh, Khalil Mack this offseason. I think he's the, a dominant edge. I know some people will debate Jalen Carter, and I know a lot of people think that uh, edge pressure is more uh, interior pressure rather is more valuable. But I think what Will Anderson did not only this year but what he did last year, he's a rare talent. He's got the size, the athleticism, uh, the length, the bend. I think he's going to be uh, he's going to be dangerous off the edge for a while now. So I, I'm going to go with him. Right. I think also one thing I do, you can know, I think a trade back could also be an option here. Chicago is um, lacking talent, to put it nicely, and especially on the offensive line. I think this is a little too rich for that, though. And I think it's safe to, when it's safe to say just go best player available. Right. And I think there are a lot of quarterback needy teams, especially at this top, where I don't even think they would have to move down so far. Um, like they wouldn't have to move into the teens. They would still pick most likely in the top five if they wanted to to trade back, which is a great spot for them to be. Especially and with the quarterbacks, too. You, right. they, and a team that, a boatload. Right. And a team that they didn't have a first-round pick last year. So this team is lack of talent, like you said, and they need all these picks that they can get. Um, I mean, but the, obviously, the, if – yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, theoretically, like if they trade the – like let's say they trade the five, you can still – you'll still get either um, Anderson, Jalen Carter – or the your top tackle on the board. So I think it actually is a no-brainer to trade back if you're Chicago. But right, and no trades in this scenario. No trades in this scenario. Uh, I'm up at three. Seattle at three with Denver's pick. Absolutely crazy. This top five with uh, all these teams trading picks. This was a tough spot for me. Um, this is also definitely a trade back area for Seattle if they're picking at three. I went with CJ Stroud here. Um, most people assume that they're going to sign Gino to some sort of extension. And I think he's earned that, but he's going to be 33 next year. Are you going to make a humongous long-term commitment to him? I don't know. Their team is really solid right now. I don't see them picking this high in these next few years, especially if Gino's there. I think that this is just an absolute luxury pick. You maybe sign Gino for two, three years, and you get an out in that in that third year, and then you have your quarterback of the future set up with an already really, really nice young core that you have with your bookend tackles, with Kenneth Walker, with Metcalf, and some of those pieces that they got on defense. I think this would be a home run for them, honestly, picking Stroud, and then you still have your second pick in the first round. Yeah, that, that Geno uh, decision is going to be really, really interesting. I think it'd be hard for them not to take Jalen Carter here. But at the same time, like like you said, 33 years old, he's going to be a free agent. This is the first time actually producing on this. How are you going to give him like the fucking bag? Um, I think me personally, if this if when the season ends and this pick is a top three pick, I think you got to franchise Geno and then just let the cards play out as, on the draft day. If you fall in love with one of the quarterbacks take them and then you can either flip Gino or uh let him play the year out and let the uh, the rook learn. Right. So I, I I don't I don't hate it. I'm curious to see how um Stroud's uh stock's going to go throughout this uh process because I know a lot of people are saying that maybe he not he may not even be a top 10 pick anymore. I'm not buying that for a second. I think someone's going to fall in love with the arm talent and the accuracy. So I'm just curious to see how it goes though. Right, especially for all those fucking scouts who love going to see guys in in shorts, yeah, letting yeah. it loose. That's where he's great. Yeah, I mean, it's just not even just if you put on the tape and watch some of the throws he makes, it's like holy fuck, dude. Like I know he struggles under pressure and all, but some of the the placement of his balls, like over the shoulder, like 
perfectly on the outside shoulder over like a cornerback. It's just, it's too good. I think someone's going to love it. Right. Uh, so Dean is back on the clock at four here. Detroit has this pick via the Los Angeles Rams. Um, he's got Jalen Carter going here. And he said, hard have to imagine that is one of the quarterbacks if they're available. Um, but if not, he doesn't think that they take a Levis or, or something like that. This is just a premier talent at a huge position of need. This really builds their D line with him, Hutch and Aleem Mitchell, who's a very good player on the interior too. Um, they still have the 15th pick too. So if, if Levis or if AR boosts his draft stock or one of the other quarterbacks, Tanner McKee, people are saying still could be a first round guy. Um, they still have that extra ammunition to to go get the quarterback of their future. And Goff's played really well, these especially these last few weeks. He's looked good. He looks good in control of the offense, but at some point they do need their quarterback of the future. Yeah, I'd be stunned if this wasn't a quarterback pick personally. I think Levis uh, would be the pick here. I think I, I like Stroud. I think people are going to fall in love with Levis, and I don't see how he doesn't go top 10. I've said it over and over, but if that line was made available, I'd hammer the shit out of it. All right, Ray, you're back on the clock here. Pick number five, the Philadelphia Eagles uh, via the New Orleans Saints. This is extreme luxury right now for the team with the best record in the league, picking at five. Ray, who do you got here? Yeah, I mean, this is the definition of luxury. Um, Like I said, similar to uh, the Bears, a trade out would obviously have to be considered just because – like of the the way the board falls and assuming people are, if there's a quarterback here, the, the assets are going to be thrown at them is going to be fucking insane, but no trades here. Uh, Knowing the Eagles, this is going to be a big man, obviously, and it's going to be an edge. So it's going to be whichever one that they like. Uh, I think right now, Miles Murphy, that's who I'm going to mock them. He's in the lead. Uh, He's just massive, like six, five two seventy. They say he's going to run like a four, six, they compared him like Trayvon Walker, athletic like, and but he's got more production in college. He's more of a, a refined pass rusher, I would say. So I think giving the Eagles another dynamic edge would really help that defensive line with Robert Quinn hitting free agency. Uh, I really wanted to, I really wanted Jalen Carter to fall here. I think that would be really fun uh, to pair them back up. But uh, Miles Murphy's no, uh, not a bad consolation prize, right? Yeah, just a, a team with absolute luxuries right now. It's actually crazy what Howie Roseman has done with that roster over the past few years. Uh, big hats off to Howie. Uh, you're still a little bitch, but respect mm-hmm. the way you uh, you team build. Uh, I'm well, on the well, clock well, here. But quick question: What's the beef with Howie? Why do everyone? Why do the the Eagles fans beef with him? He's just a bitch. We got he a made, Super Bowl, and he made he's... some questionable moves previously to the Super Bowl. Um, I mean. The Rager pick, they'll never forgive him for over Jefferson. But, um, dude, they're still going on about I mean, they, have, they have a Super Bowl, so I don't know what they can complain about. We got us sitting over here with fucking yeah. Denzel Mims, all that, all that bullshit. But, um, love you, Joey Douglas. Don't worry about that one. Yeah, pick your head up. <laughs> okay, go ahead. What you got, all right, Carolina? so I, I'm on the clock here at pick number six. Uh, Carolina Panthers here. I got them taking Will Levis, honestly. I'm not the biggest Levis fan, even as a, a former Penn Stater. Six feels like a little rich to me, but he's going to go at some point in the top 10, you would think. Um, 
But with with Young and Stroud gone, and maybe they like to move up to one of those picks that you mentioned, maybe with trading with Chicago or maybe trading with Seattle or or Philly in one of these spots. Um, but they need to take a quarterback at some point. They also have two twos, so they need to load up on other p- premium positions there. Get your quarterback here. They've had three quarterbacks play this year in meaningful game, not not meaningful games, but in, <laughs> in regular season games. Um, you can't continue with that. You got to go get your guy. Um, Levis has traits too, and we've talked about it. The ball flies out of that guy's hand, um, but it's what's between the years that I always question. Doesn't really feel pressure that well and from what i've seen has a, a tendency to miss high but with a with good coaching he's got a high ceiling he's got good traits and he's a physical freak um so i got will levis here to carolina at six yeah i mean i think whoever's coaching that team is going to have obviously a massive influence on this pick so that's going to be curious to see who they they hire if they go offensive mind but someone's got to fix this quarterback situation right. the revolving door right Hey, Baker got a nice win uh, Win last night. Told you he was going to play. Absolutely ridiculous that he played. But uh, good good for Baker. Happy love for that me, guy. Love me some Baker. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville is on the clock here at pick seven with Dean. Uh, he takes Jordan Addison here, first wide receiver off the board in a class that we don't think there's going to be a ton of wide receivers in the first round, but he's got Addison going at seven. Uh, he just wants extra help for, for Trevor Lawrence. And you need to do it. Even though they paid Christian Kirk, they even paid Zay Jones, and they traded for Calvin Ridley, but he's only under contract for one extra year um, next year. So he's hoping that this this pick helps them take the next step. Um, I don't hate this pick. I think if they were going to take a receiver, I think it would probably be Quentin Johnson, um, just because I feel like he gives you a little bit more uh, of an added dimension being a big bodied receiver than Addison. All those guys are kind of similar players, um, but I don't hate giving more weapons to your quarterback. What do you think of that? Yeah. I mean, I tend to agree with you, but I mean, look at Doug Peterson's like track record. I feel like he was there for that raker pick, right? Like I feel like they, like he never, they never really went with a big body receiver when uh, the, I guess JJ are saying a white side, but that one didn't <laughs> turn out too well. Um, yeah. I, I would assume they go a bigger uh, receiver, but, I, I like Addison as a player a lot, um, so I can't really hate it. Right. So you're back on the clock here. Uh, pick number eight with the Arizona Cardinals. Who do you like here? Yeah, uh, so we mentioned the Cardinals a little bit in our preview episode uh, for this last week, but uh, I think they need to adjust the offensive line desperately. Uh, they should. There probably will be a whole new regime here, but so I think just get get Kyler some protection if he is in fact going to be your franchise. So I'm going with uh, my OT one at the moment in Paris Johnson, Jr. Uh, super athletic. You could easy mover, uh, really good in pass pro. Obviously he hasn't allowed a sack or a pressure, or I don't even think he's had a penalty still so far this season. So I think he's That's a pro type left tackle and he has guard experience too. So he can also kick inside if you really need him to, but I think he's the best uh, offensive lineman in this class. So I'll go with him. Nice. Like that pick. And I mean, we were screaming at last last draft season that when they traded for for Marquise Brown, how you not going to get an offensive lineman? Pretty crazy that they haven't done anything to help Kyler, but this pick definitely does that. I'm back on the clock here at nine with the Indianapolis Colts. I got them taking offensive tackle Peter Skronsky, um from Northwestern. 
Colts are first allowed in in sacks, uh, bottom 10 in rush yards and yards per carry. And this team, when they were good in the last few years, it was built behind a great offensive line and running the football. Um, the arm length will be a question for him, but his tape is so clean at tackle. I do think he can play tackle, but, but I think he'll he be able to kick inside and play guard. Um, played center in high school, so I think the movement won't be won't be an issue for him. Um, they got some young tackles right now playing too. They got Bernard Raymond playing as a rookie, playing left tackle, and Braden Smith, who they drafted a few years ago, playing right tackle. Um, but I think this gives you a swing guy for them who can play tackle and can play guard. Um, and I think his tape is just so clean. He's just a, a really, really good prospect on the offensive line. Yeah, I like Skaronski as a player a lot. I think his intent, like his um, like mental makeup, in, like on tape, is what I really like about him. I feel like he takes really good angles and like um, like bodies defenders in a, like the perfect way, kind of like to create holes for his running back. So I really do think he, his game will translate really well into guard if a team's worried about those, that arm length. Right. Uh, Atlanta's on the clock here at number ten. Dean's picking, and he's got Keely Ringo from Georgia, the cornerback. Um, he said this pick could be used for a multiple uh, a multitude of positions. This team doesn't have a lot of talent, honestly, but uh, but this is where he sees he's, he sees the Falcons going. They're bottom five in almost all pass defense statistics. Um, AJ Terrell has been banged up and in and out of the lineup this year, but I think Keely Ringo is a good player. Um, he's not my number one corner, but I do think this would be a nice pairing with him and AJ Terrell. That guy's a physical freak, this Keely Ringo. He's playing cornerback at almost 210 pounds, which is absolutely crazy. I know you're not the biggest fan of him, but what do you think about this, uh, at least going corner here at 10? Um, brutal pick. Uh, this is one of the first ones where I was like, I don't know what the fuck Dean's smoking. But, yeah, this is this is bad. Um, not a fan of Ringo. I think he's more of a day two player. And I'm not really even a fan of them going corner here. I think Terrell's a building block. I think they have way bigger needs whether it's edge, um, there's another wide receiver they could use, quarterback. I mean, they could go anywhere. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of this. Sorry, all Dean. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Dean's first miss. It's all right. Uh, you're on the clock here at 11 for Green Bay. Never thought I'd say that for an Aaron Rodgers team picking out 11. But, uh, Ray, who do you got here? Yeah, so, I mean, it's funny. I just shit on Dean for his pick, and this is a weird one. Um, this is a weird pre- one. I'll preface it by saying I really wanted Skronsky to fall uh, for the Packers here. Uh, I really also would have loved to trade out, and I don't think Packers end up picking here. But besides the point, I'm going Michael Meyer, tight end from um, Notre Dame. I think that Aaron Rodgers is most likely not going to come back next year, whether he retires or they figure out a way to uh, trade him. Uh, and Jordan loves him be uh, have the reins. I think the best – I think they really need another weapon, clearly. Uh, I don't think going on another rookie wide receiver is the way, though. I think they need to add a veteran, but they need a target over the middle. Um, I think Michael Myers is reliable. He can do it all. I think he'll be a really good uh, weapon for Jordan Love to have, uh, like, a safety net. And I think he's going to be safe. I think you know what he's going to get with him. Um, I want. I was thinking about going defense here, too, just based on the Packers' track record, but I think their fans would burn the whole thing to the ground if they did that. So I'll go Michael Meyer. Right. Uh, I'm on the clock here at pick number 12 with Las Vegas, and I got them taking Cam Smith, corner from South Carolina. 
This defense needs a complete makeover, especially in the secondary. They're bottom five in the league in sacks, pass yards allowed, and interceptions. Um, Could have gone edge, um, but didn't really love who I was picking. Was thinking maybe Tyree Wilson. Um, But I do think that Max Crosby's a beast. Max Crosby's elite. And Chandler Jones hasn't really gotten going this season. He did have three sacks in the previous game uh, before this Rams game. But I do think they figure it out, and I think the secondary is more of a need for them. After they lost Casey Hayward the, uh, this offseason, the secondary has been absolutely abysmal. Um, Cam Smith's a really good player. He's a ball hawk. He does need to add a little weight to his frame, but he plays so physical that if he does, I think he could be a real difference maker for that team. Yeah, I was actually watching a little bit of him uh, before this pod. Um, it's weird. The uh, the one game I was watching actually was Kentucky, and they just didn't throw the ball, which was kind of annoying. But he is he's long, he's lean as fuck, like you said. But he does he is um throws his body around. I would say I would say not physical, but yes, he doesn't really give a fuck about his body at all. Like, he no. does like like he, he always is looking to tackle, which I like as a trait. But I gotta find a game where he gets a little bit more action in uh, the past game. Yeah. All right, Dean's back on the clock here at number 13 for Houston. Their second pick, this is via Cleveland. Um, They took Bryce Young with the first one, and he's got them taking Quentin Johnson here. And as plain as Dean can say it, go get your mother out from quarterback, (laughs) a wide receiver, and go up and get it. Um, Quentin Johnson's a big play guy. Honestly, he's really good with the ball in his hands, too. Um, he's super shifty for a guy that's 6'4". Um, hopefully, all is well with John Mechie, too, after his, his whole thing with cancer this, this offseason. And he comes back healthy. Nico Collins is a is a decent wide receiver. But if you have those three as your three, um, I don't hate that for a young quarterback. Obviously, it's going to take some time. Cooks, but, too. Right. I mean, we'll see what happens with him. Yeah. Um, but... They made investments into the offensive line, especially last year with that draft, Kenny Green. Um, so they got some building blocks for this offense, especially if they go out and get a quarterback wide receiver right away in this first round. I would like that for them. Yeah, I don't hate this. Uh, I, I, Quentin Johnson, the way he moves, I think I've mentioned it before, he kind of reminds me of Devontae Adams a little bit in his movement skills. Mm-hmm. Especially after the catch, for a, a big body, he does move really well. So I'm curious to watch a little bit more of him and see, uh, like make like a little bit more of a uh, – opinion i guess a solid picture of him right all right right you're on the clock here pick 14 you got the Pittsburgh steelers who do you like yeah uh steelers here i I debated about going uh someone on the defense but i think their defense has played relatively well i think they need offensive line help in the worst way they their offensive line is like kind of like like just glued together by a bunch of like free agents like nomads and stuff uh i don't like the way the board fell for them particularly here but I'm going to go Broderick Jones, the uh, tackle from Georgia. He's big and he's mean. He's a finisher in the run game. And he moves a lot better for uh, a Georgia tackle. For some reason, I have like a stigma in my head that Georgia <laughs> tackles are like more just like physical, like uh, like big bodies who are like power based. But he can move. He's a good athlete. Uh, he's got enough starts at left tackle. So uh, I, I like the pick here for Pittsburgh there. Yeah, I like that. They need to upgrade that offensive line big time. They can't get the running game going at all right now. I mean, Najee's been so inefficient. It's really tough to to do anything when you can't get the run game going. Um, so I like that for, for the Steelers. I'm at pick 15 here. Detroit, the second of their two picks. It's their own pick. 
Um, and I got them taking Christian Gonzalez corner from Oregon. I thought about AR here for a while, um, but Goff's playing so well, and he's still got two more years uh, under contract after the season. I think they roll with Goff, and I don't think they want to force it. Um, I think they like the direction that their team is headed right now. And I think if you can add another premium player instead of having a guy that's going to sit on your bench, um, I think they'd really like that. Gonzalez is long fluid athlete pair really, really nicely with a Cuda. Um, and hopefully they'd have a really nice tandem, um, for them. He's silky smooth running down the field and he looks comfortable playing press man looks good in zone. I, I did take Cam Smith with my first pick, but I think when it all said and done, Christian Gonzalez is going to be my number one corner. Yeah, I'm a big Christian Gonzalez guy. I think you said it perfectly. Um, he really is a smooth athlete, the way he moves. Uh, I remember hearing, I can't remember what pods, one of the draft pods, they were saying that he's like he can only play men. I completely disagree. I think he looks he looks comfortable in the zone to me. I, think I agree. He can do it, I think he can do it all, but he's definitely is most comfortable with his back to the quarterback playing man and like trailing a receiver. So I think he's going to be a good player. I think he has all the skills that will translate to a cornerback in the NFL. Right. And and also like getting Gonzalez and um, Jalen Carter to this def- Detroit defense, massive makeover for them. I think that'd be huge. I do think I do think one of them one of those picks will be a quarterback when all said when all is said and done. But you can't really hate on that. Right. All right. Dean is back on the clock here. Sixteen for the Los Angeles Chargers. He's got them taking Brian Brissy. Um, defensive lineman from Clemson. I love this pick. I think Brissy honestly may go earlier than this. Um, but this D line has been banged up. They've been in and out of the lineup, and some of the guys that are on the older side. Um, plugging this guy in with Joey Bosa, I think would just be a, a home run for their defense. Um, he's shifty, even at over three hundred pounds. He moves really well. He's dominant in the run game, and uh, and he can get after the quarterback too. The sacks always aren't it there, but um, this guy is a pocket mover. He's a really good player. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure about the, I'm not sure how much I love the fit originally with the Chargers. To be honest with you, especially in this pick, I kind of would have liked to see them go receiver here. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm intrigued to see how Brasheed translates to the next level. He's big and he's a massive, uh, really good athlete. So he's got. Like, Theoretically, he has all the tools. I feel like he seems like the type of guy who will end up falling a little bit in this draft process, though. That's just my hunch. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. yeah. It's always tough with these defensive tackles. I mean, I think he could play as a I feel like as he's a banged up a, banged up a lot. You know, he's a lot more athlete than production. He's a defensive tackle. I don't know. I just see – I feel like he seems like the type of guy who ends up going in the back half of round one. Right. Yeah, I mean, I get where you're coming from. I mean, hey, J- Jordan Davis went to 14, right? And he's yeah, arguably yeah. a better prospect than, than Brian Bercy. So, um, yeah, it'd be interesting. You're on the clock here at pick 17, the New England Patriots. Ray, who do you got them taking? So I, I really wanted to mock uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba here. I feel like uh, that for some reason in my head, that's a great – I just think it's he's such a Patriot player at, in the slot, but – I don't think it's a Bill Belichick pick here in the middle of first round. So I'm going to go someone who should have gone, I think, a little earlier than this, Tyree Wilson, the uh, defensive lineman from Texas Tech. I think this is just such a Bill Belichick pick. He can play up and down the defensive line in multiple uh, roles in that multiple fronts. I think he'll be be a really great uh, 
compliment to Judon off the edge, and just I think he'd fit in perfectly with this defense. Yeah, I love that pick. Him and Judon is uh, oh, scary. Dude. Yeah, I think it honestly, this just seemed like a Patriot pick to me. He's a freak. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm on the clock here. Pick 18, Washington. Um, this pick, I went so many directions. Um, thought about AR here, honestly. Wentz is, uh, he has an out in his deal, uh, this coming off season. I think he's done there. Oh, um, no, he's gone. He's not, there's not even think he's, he's done. <laughs> uh, Heineke's a free agent, but I do think they bring him back at, especially the way he's played this season. I think he, he's earned a contract at least to compete for a job. They did draft Sam Howell last year, but not nothing too high that they couldn't take a quarterback. Um, I thought corner maybe they, they need help with, but this linebacking core has so many holes. They have four linebackers who all play who are free agents next year. So a couple of those guys are gone. So I went with Trenton Simpson uh, from Clemson. This guy is just a Swiss army knife can do it all. An awesome athlete. Um, and I think this just has another athletic freak pairing next to Jamin Davis, who is also a sick athlete. Um, think they need that in the middle of their in the middle of their defense. What do you think about that one? Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, I'm not sure about this, the uh, fit with uh, Washington. I don't know if them investing another first round pick in an off ball linebacker. And also, I was pissed off because I wanted him with my next pick too. So, <laughs> uh, but I think he's a good player. He's versatile as hell too, like you said. Right. Tampa Bay is picking at 19 here. Dean's on the clock. And this is where AR has finally come off the board. Um, he said, in this mock universe, TV 12 goes elsewhere. And AR 15 traits won't allow him to fall any further. I don't know how I feel about Anthony Richardson. I mean, this gonna there needs to be time for, obviously, for everybody to watch tape, for pro days and all, all that stuff. But He's going to be the one of one of the most interesting evaluations of all time. We talk about it every time we bring up every time we bring him up. The highs are so high, and he, his physical traits are unmatched. But there are times he can look lost as a passer, and uh, think he could have benefited from another year at school. But a team is going. One team is going to fall in love with him because it only takes one team. So I do end up thinking that. He's got an outside shot to be in the first round, but uh, I don't hate this here, especially if uh, if they're going to call it quits and tear it down next year in Tampa. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm still – I don't see how he go, ends up going in the first – I mean, I see how he ends up going in the first round, but I just don't – I don't see it happening personally. Where would you have him stacked up against Malik Willis? I think they're right around the same. I think he'd probably go a little – he should go a little earlier just because he has – He's bigger, stronger, and has a stronger arm. Yeah, I mean, so I assume, but I think he realistically he should be a day two pick. I think just because, and also Dean said like with Tom Brady going somewhere else, like I think you'd want Tom Brady there personally <laughs> if you're gonna make this pick, just because he's not he can't see the field as a rookie, no, as a starter at least, definitely not. Yeah, it'll be real. He's gonna be so interesting this whole off season. What what people are saying about him because. It's definitely like some teams have him as like a locked in first round pick and some teams probably have him as like a fourth round, fifth round grade. 
I I personally don't see how a team could have him as a locked in first round pick. I feel like that's just chatter. I just I get like how, how he had like a fifty three percent completion percentage this year, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he had like a twenty percent against Florida State or something like that, like thirty percent. His last Dylan game. said he doesn't miss easy throws though. Yeah, Dil- Dylan's on crack. <laughs> when we were texting and that one pick he threw, I was like, dude, what is this guy talking about? It's uh, insane. You got to ride with your boys. There's I guess. Me. All right, Ray. Uh, finally in the 20s, Seattle picking at 20 here. Who do you got? They uh, they took CJ Stroud with the first pick. Yeah, I mean, I right here, I really wanted Trenton Simpson, but um, you took him from me, so I'm going to address Edge here. I'm going to go with uh, Jared Verse, Edge from Florida State, and from uh, UA, UAlbany. Let's go. Yeah. Shout, out, shout out, Danes. But um, Florida State really doing a good job of getting these transfers and just molding them into first-round picks. This guy's dynamic off the edge. He's long as hell, and he's always – I feel like he's always in plays in the backfield. So I think it's pairing him with uh, Boye Mafe and Uchenna Nuosu, it gives them a real dynamic trio off the edge, which Seattle loves in that defense. Yeah, I love that. Him and him and Mafe. Yeah, I think that's – for the long term, I think that's a nasty combo. Sick. I love that. Uh, I'm on the clock here, 21, the Tennessee Titans. Um, and honestly, this was a no-brainer for me at this spot. I'm taking Joey Porter Jr., my guy from Penn State. This might be the worst pass defense in the league, and nobody can tell me otherwise. Um, allowing the second most passing yards in the league, so maybe not the worst. <laughs> um, but uh, he's long, he's physical. And I think he fits in with what Bra- what Vrabel wants to do on defense. Um, the Caleb Farley pick hasn't hasn't worked out for them, um, and they're just really struggling in that secondary because they got dudes who can stop the run, um, but they can't stop anybody through the air. So, like Joey Porter Jr. here. Yeah, I, like, I mean, I like that pick for them too. I think Joey Porter, he's an interesting player. He's super physical. I think he's another one who has a super high floor. So I think, uh, and I feel like his grittiness really does uh, bode well with Mike Vrabel uh, as his coach. Right. All right. Dean's on the clock here with our New York Jets. Dean was so lucky. Uh, He passed on this pick originally, which was ultimate sign of disrespect to to Ray and myself. But he ended up taking Brian Branch from Alabama, uh, Swiss Army defensive back. Might not be the best schematic fit, but this guy can play safety for you. He can play in, in the slot, um, and he's an awesome, awesome tackler, which the Jets absolutely need, um, especially on that back end. How many times have we seen LaMarcus Joyner whiff on a tackle or honestly not even try? Um, I don't really know if I would have taken Branch here, but I don't hate the pick. What do you think? I I like Branch personally. I like him as a player. I like the versatility. Uh, I think we need a safety, like like you said. And I think uh, at the end of the day, if you want to win a championship and you want to get out of the AFC, you need someone who can cover uh, Travis Kelsey. I think that would be a, our, a good fit there on third down. I like someone who can cover and tackle. He can play it all. He's got that Minka uh, Fitzpatrick in him too. So I like it. I told Dean I liked it. All right. Big compliment for Dean there from Ray. Yeah, no, yeah he liked that. it too. He, he got. He, I think he was blushing when I told him I liked the pick. Yeah, blushing over text. Yeah. Nice. All right. Um, our brothers in New York, the Giants, are picking at 23 right here. Ray, you're picking for them. Who do you got the G-men taking? Honestly, this is one of my favorite uh, matches, I think, of this mock. I'm going I on. I agree. 
I'm going Drew Sanders, the linebacker from Arkansas. I think the Giants, this defense has overperformed, obviously. I think corner um, could have been a pick. I would have really liked if uh, Christian Gonzalez fell here, but he did not, obviously. Uh, I think Brent, I think Drew Sanders is like I think he's so versatile and in this wink uh, hopefully wink stays there next year he's still there not a head coach but in this wink D they blitz like motherfuckers I think he would be perfect for that he would just he is so good off the edge dude he's he could be an edge rusher at the next level he's got a little bit of that Micah in him and yeah. he's he's very comfortable um, covering too he can cover he can run up the seam with tight ends so I think this would be a perfect pick for this Giants defense this is our boy. Yeah, we love Drew Sanders. Love me some Drew Sanders. He's a fucking beast. Um, I love this fit. Honestly, this is exactly what the Giants are missing in the middle of that defense. Love also, that. spoiler alert: um, if I was picking for the Jets, I probably would have picked him too, just because he's my boy. <laughs> um, Miami's at number twenty-four, but they forfeited their pick, so we're not picking for them. Um, Denver at twenty-five right now via San Francisco. I didn't know where to go with this pick. This team has a lot of holes, but like they also have talent. It's like such a weird roster. Um, I got them taking no Sewell. They need a difference maker at linebacker. They got Josie Jewell and and Singleton playing linebacker right now. Um, Sewell's big, physical, plays with awesome instincts. He's not the best athlete, especially in short area situations. Um but he studies so well that he makes plays with it with his mind and uh and he's big physical guy that he can uh he makes all the tackles and he's a sideline to sideline player. I really like No Sewell. Yeah, I think No Sewell is going to be a good player. Uh, I'm curious to see if he comes out. I feel like we haven't heard much about him uh lately to be honest, but um he's big too. He's big. I think in like an odd front he would fit he fits well as a, just a downhill run stuffer. Right. Uh, Dean is on the clock with the Baltimore Ravens at pick 26 and he's got them taking Bijan Robinson. And I absolutely love this pick. Um, it's gotta be a playmaker. We, I was actually looking at it the other day and, um, the Ravens have taken, I think seven wide receivers in the first three rounds in the last, in however many years, I think it's four or five that Lamar's been there. So they have done a lot for Lamar trying to get him playmakers. Some of them just haven't worked out. Obviously, they moved on from Hollywood Brown. But um, this team is built to run the football. We haven't seen Dobbins in however long. Who knows what he's going to be like when he comes back. And this this guy is just a, an absolute stud. Can catch the ball, an awesome runner. And uh, I think he fits great honestly in in the system for Lamar yeah I think the stigma of running backs going round one it doesn't apply to him I think he can do it all I even think he probably ends up going higher than this to be honest with you you think yeah I think he ends up going higher I think he's too good he's just a weapon he's not a running back he's just a weapon someone's gonna someone's going to um someone's gonna pay a premium for him I would love him on the Eagles but (laughs) imagine that be disgusting Oh my god. The entire city of Philadelphia just fucking came like in Yeah. Shout, shout out Grubs. Yeah. Oh fuck the Grubs. <laughs> um you're back on the clock here, pick twenty seven for the Cincinnati Bengals. Who do you like here? Um, I'm gonna go uh Osiris Torrance, the uh, guard from Florida. 
I know they uh the Bengals kind of remade their offensive line via free agency this year, but I think they need to get some young talent in. Torrance is a absolute destroyer in the run game. Um, he's good in pass pro too. Don't get me wrong, but I think he'd be he'd really help open up holes for uh, Joe Mixon, who's been. I'm not sure if he's been struggling per se, but he has. I mean, he hasn't been playing like Joe Mixon in my opinion. So I think it would really uh, give him a new dimension, it, uh, help them improve that run game, and just also keep Burrow a little bit more upright. I love this pick. I think he could go higher, honestly. Um, when he kept falling, I thought if you didn't take him here, I was taking him with the next pick for Dallas. Um, I love this fit for for Cincinnati. They've upgraded the offensive line, but keep upgrading it. You got Burrow. You got all the weapons to be dominant for the next seven, eight years. Um, so love that pick for you there for uh, Cincinnati. Um, I mentioned Dallas picking right behind Cincinnati at 28. Um, thought offensive linemen here because they do need some help. Just didn't really love any of the offensive linemen that were available for me. So I went Clark Phillips, third um, corner from Utah. A little bit on the smaller side in terms of his frame, um, but an absolute elite athlete. Sometimes he relies a little bit too much on his elite athleticism, but this dude is an absolute dog, uh, and he's a ball hawk. And who better to learn from the best ball hawk in the league in Trayvon Diggs, who has transitioned this year into a really nice cover corner too and not just a ball hawk. Um, Anthony Brown's a free agent next year, so I think this is a good fit for a defense that is just improving every game. Yeah, I like Clark, uh, Clark Phillips a lot, but I think, like you said, the frame, I feel like he ends up going uh, early round two, which isn't like a bad thing. Or I think he's still going to be a good player, but I think it's maybe a little early for him. All right. Uh, Dean is on the clock here, pick 29 with the Kansas City Chiefs. He's gotten them taking Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, he said the slide ends here. I don't know if it's much of a slide. I He's another guy that I'm really curious to see what happens to him um, with such a dominant year in 2021. Um, and this year, been banged up. Now he's declared that he's out for the playoffs. Um, so really curious to see what teams have him. Um, but this is, this is a good fit for him, too. They need another weapon. They haven't gotten enough out of Sky Moore. Um, maybe next year when... Uh, if Juju's gone or MVS, I think they gave him a two-year deal, but um, they need some more weapons for Mahomes. It cannot just be Kelsey over and over again. Uh, and I like the fit here for for JSN. What do you think? I'll be honest, I really don't like the fit here. Um, I think it's kind of redundant. I think he is his him and Juju are very similar players. Uh, he's gonna he's not like a. I think what they need is someone to take the top off the defense, and that's just not Smith and Jigba's game at all. He's gonna be someone who plays the slot, works the underneath routes, and stuff like that. So, yeah, but I can't. I'm not really. I would have liked him better with his next pick, which I would have taken him. But yeah, not not the biggest fan of him in KC. Uh, I mean, Juju's a free agent next year, so yeah. I think he, I think he's probably gone. Honestly, I just don't think. I think for this offense to get back to its old ways, I think they need someone. I think Jalen Hyatt would have made a little bit more sense here. Yeah, I think it's probably too early for Jalen Hyatt, but um, I tend to agree. All right, I agree with you there, though. I mean, if they brought Juju back, they're uh, they're not taking a player like this. But um, if Juju's gone, I see him sliding into that role pretty pretty effortlessly. Um, you're on the clock here, pick thirty for the Minnesota Vikings. Who do you got? Uh, I'm going Devin Witherspoon, the uh, the corner from Illinois. 
I think this pass defense, I think we mentioned it earlier in the preview, this pass defense is dreadful. Uh, they need to get a corner uh, who's a gamer, and I think Witherspoon's exactly that. He's gritty as hell. He's sticky in coverage. Um, I think he's all Big Ten this year. I think he's going to be a really good player at the next level. So I think this seems like a Minnesota-like pick, too. Right. I like that. He's he's a really good player. Uh, a lot of corners in in this first round. Be, yeah. Uh, be interesting. All right. I got Buffalo here at 31. Um and honestly, this pick fell into my lap, and this is tailor-made for, for Buffalo. I got Antonio Johnson, the safety from Texas A&M. They need secondary help desperately. Um, Jordan Poyer still playing at a high level, but he's going to be 32 next year, and he's in a contract year. Maybe he comes back for a year, but this guy is a seamless replacement. He's an absolute difference maker in any level of the football field. He can come down to the box. He can play center field. He can play your slot corner, too, if you need him to. Um, I think he's an awesome player, and I'm really looking forward to seeing where he ends up and how they use him. Thought offensive line could be in play here, too, but again, didn't really love any of the offensive linemen I was dealing with. So uh, Antonio Johnson for Buffalo. Yeah, I kind of like that fit there. Like you said, their safeties are aging, been banged up. They have some good safety depth, but I think uh, Johnson's going to be a good player at the next level. All right, Dean's going to round us out here at pick 32 with the Philadelphia Eagles for their second pick. They took Miles Murphy with the first one, um, and Dean's got them taking Christopher Smith. Rude! Um, Christopher Smith from Georgia, safety. I Honestly, I like Christopher Smith as a player, too, so it's not even hate on him, but it's just funny. When, it's too when, early. For, it's yeah. too early for Christopher Smith, um, but... I'll read what Dean says. No, no, don't even read it. It's regarding Christian Gonzalez, the entire thing. I love that so much. He took Christian Gonzalez originally, and I picked him 15 picks ago. <laughs> um, Chris Smith, good player, physical. He's matches, fast, too. Very matches, fast. Matches what the Eagles want to do. Um, I'm assuming this This is like assuming they lose uh, Chauncey uh, Gardner-Johnson in free agency, too, right? I'm I mean, I think that's probably what ends up happening, but it'll be interesting. I again, it's too early for him. He's probably a day two guy, but uh, I don't hate the thought process of going into the secondary and just adding another physical guy. Um, think linebacker could be in play for them too. You know who I would have uh, loved here? Gibbs. Ooh, I like that one too. I, I was, I didn't want to give Dean a hint, that. but yeah, Gibbs would be fucking sick in this. I was thinking wide receiver. Um, I thought Jalen Hyatt maybe in play here. Um, yeah, Jay, with with Smith and Brown, I love that. That's wild. That's that's dangerous off fucking uh, receiving you get, core. You get your field. You get your field stretcher. You got Damn. your fucking physical ass AJ Brown. You got one of the best route runners. In the I league. do. I actually do really like that. But that'd be sick. Yeah, that would be sick. All right. So that's the first mock of the year. Crazy. Yeah, clap it up. Good stuff. Um, good job, Dean. Uh, kind of, but, uh, <laughs> but we love doing mocks. We're going to keep doing mocks all off season. So stay with us for that. And that'll wrap it up for us here on between two tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed our first mock up. Um, but don't worry, we're going to have plenty more of mocks coming your way and a whole bunch more draft talk. Now that the college football regular season is over 
As always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our Twitter at two tackles with the number two and stick with us as we continue this 2022, 2023 season. Ray, appreciate you, my friend. Good stuff. See ya.